Hi, welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Janie Charlotte. Matters of the Heart and Soul is a podcast to raise awareness and awaken humanity to all that is within. We want to be a beacon of light on your life journey. Welcome to Matters of the Heart and Soul Podcast. My name is Janie Charlotte, your host. And today, I don't have my co-host Russell Bruce with me, but that's okay. We'll survive. On today's podcast, we are talking with Ms. Kara Severe. Welcome to the show, Kara. Thank you so much for having me, Janie. Happy to be here. Great. So today's podcast, we are talking about empaths and everything you want to know about an empath and even to see if you are an empath. So Kara is a Reiki practitioner, um, also an empath, entrepreneur. Her mission is to empower empaths with tools for healing past traumas, bringing into full awareness of their soul's purpose so that they can become the powerful healers they were intended to be. Although Kara entered the realm of health and wellness through the conventional door of nursing, she developed a sincere interest in the topic of energy as she noticed that her own energy levels were being severely impacted. After many years of research and spiritual development, Kara discovered the underlying cause of her energy depletion and jumped into soul education, right? Yes. So, Kara, <laughs> yeah. So first of all, we're going to jump into empaths, but what is a Reiki practitioner? So Reiki is an energy therapy that actually takes the universal energy that is in and around each one of us and focuses focuses it rather on energy centers in the body. So there are seven main chakras, which are the energy centers. And what we do is we um, call in the Reiki energy and then we use our hands and either place them on the client or just above the client, depending on their comfort level. And we project that energy into that particular chakra and helping to balance that energy in that particular area. And those chakras contain and are connected to um, the different organs of the body and overall function of the individual. Awesome. So what's an empath? An empath is something that I'm so happy <laughs> to talk about. It's one of those things that, <laughs> when you find out that, hey, like, I'm not crazy. I know that these things have been going on. Oh, there's a name for that. So finally, empath, empath, empath. So empaths are people who really feel the emotions and energy of other people, plants, animals, and the environment around them. And we are sponges, so we just walk into an environment or we're on the phone with someone or driving down the street, and we just absorb all of the energy that is within our field where we are. And we mm -hmm. feel that intensely as if it's our own energy, as if we're having that experience ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so for somebody that have no clue to their empath, all they know is that life feels very crazy. They're super emotional. Emotions are up and down. They're around people. They don't understand why they're feeling this way when they're around certain people. Um, can you give me just maybe five to seven um, signs that people can look out for 
to know, or even just to start that, that ball rolling of discovering and doing the research for themselves, hey, I might be an empath. Right, right. The main thing that is going to trigger something within you is that you are intuitive, like highly intuitive. Um, in my case, um, being on social media and, and going into different rooms with, um, you know, large groups of people, I could like hear things, like hear people's thoughts, like feel their energy. And it was very overwhelming for me. So that intuition is always going to be the, the key. Um, being able to read people is another way of saying that. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you'll hear audible voices or information that comes in and you're accurate and you wonder like, hmm, this just came to me, you know, about this mm -hmm. particular person. And so a lot of times that can be a little bit scary, um, especially if you have no uh, background or understanding about that. So you, you kind of, you know, wonder like, how did I know that? That about that person or oh, I was right you know that kind of thing um, you notice that you absorb the energy of people and, and places and animals so instance I'm in a room and say people are having a negative um, conversation you know it's kind of maybe you know gossip or something like that you will feel that energy that information is coming into you and you're feeling pulled into that and you will actually start picking up on the vibration that that particular setting is so they're you know talking about someone and then you find yourself like right in the middle of that and so it's it's more of a absorption of people's energy and it's very overwhelming when you know that, hey, this is not how I was feeling when I came into this room. This is not how I think. Why am I having these thoughts? And it's because you're absorbing the energy around you. Um, we crave alone time. Um, we're people who um, can tend to be by ourselves, you know, go out in nature, take a long walk, um, just that time to relax, to release, and just have time to think. You know, so getting out by yourself, some people may go into the mountains, like I said, take a nature walk, like that kind of thing. And it's very replenishing when you do just you, just your energy that you can get in touch with. Also, you attract people that want to tell you everything about themselves. Um, being a nurse, as we talked about, going into a patient's room and then all of a sudden they just want to tell you every single thing that's been going on in their whole entire life. And it's like, okay, I have maybe five other patients I need to see. And, you, and as an empath, we feel guilt a lot. So we kind of like, we listen. And that's another uh, superpower that we have. We listen very intently. But at the same time, we're feeling guilty of telling them, hey, I've got to kind of move on here. So it's draining because we feel kind of stuck. Like it's our duty to listen, you know, to that person and, you know, offer suggestions to them. Um, energy depletion. Um, we talked a little bit about that in my bio. I learned early on in nursing that I just had a huge issue with energy and not being able to recoup after, you know, going to sleep after a 12 hour shift um, on the weekend, like when I had off time, I was still very drained. And I really didn't know what that was. I knew that from a medical standpoint, you know, I didn't have anemia or anything like that. And I just went on a journey of researching to figure out, like, what is really going on? Um, I even created a product. I, I thought that it was just a nursing thing. So I was like, okay, let's do an energy spray. Mm -hmm. And so, um, <laughs> you know, I was, you know, thinking of some ways to try to help the situation. And other nurses were saying, oh, yeah, you know, I'm tired too. And, you know, um, it was a little bit deeper. The further I researched, um, the more information that I found about just what else it could be. Um, we're naturally introverted. We can be extroverted at times because um, I do a lot of things where I interact with 
silence or I'm out if I'm speaking. So I can be extroverted, but I prefer just to kind of be quiet to myself, mm -hmm. thinking, listening, absorbing things in the environment and interpreting them. And uh, the other thing that is awesome is nature really is replenishing to us. Um, just as of late, I have really began to understand that it's a must for me to be outside, be sunlight, be in the moonlight. Um, being around animals is very fortifying for us. Yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah, I relate so much to all of that. So I'm really excited um, about this particular right. episode because, you know, sometimes you feel like you're weird in the world. And um, yeah. Yeah. you know that there's other people, I always say your tribe is out there. So right. I'm really excited to hear all that you're saying. Um, so really, let's talk about the empath and the narcissist because okay. <laughs> that's very common that's another thing that's you know out there the narcissist and i know we kind of use that term uh, mm -hmm. very loosely nowadays but um let's let's talk about that a little bit right right it's a very real real term for empaths and it could be a little bit frightening too um, when you think about the ramifications of long-term interactions for an empath who is really like an unrealized empath, you don't really understand who you are. And I had my experience with a, a narcissist and I did not realize you know, who I was. And um, briefly, I can share some, some of the story and I can kind of tell you why the empath and narcissist are attracted to one another. Uh, but basically, um, I met this individual. They seem to be this Prince Charming that's a red flag. Um, they move very quickly to woo you over you know, as an empath we feel because we're so giving and loving and kind and all of our energy is going outward, when they show that what appears to be reciprocation and, you know, um, all eyes are on you and, and you know, they're, they're treating you as though you are their world, you are their light. After a period of time, we trust that. We think that, oh, okay, wow, this is really great. I really found this person. Um, and so we begin to trust that but what happens is that they will flip the script once they have and i don't know how they know this <laughs> but they flip the script uh, at some point and um it's guilt trips that happen um their behavior suddenly changes they don't have time for you anymore um it's all about them so even though for instance uh, if you're a nurse or you're out in the world working a regular job you know that person requires you to come and see them or you know do things for them you think okay i'm in a relationship this person loves me i love them that kind of thing um but it's it's not it's a warped view of um being in a relationship and thinking that there is 100 reciprocation that person who is a narcissist really um has the intent to have all of the attention all of the focus everything be about them in the relationship and if the empath is um they don't realize it until kind of i'll say towards the end hopefully it's the end to where you start looking at yourself in the mirror and it's like wait a minute i don't look the same mm -hmm. i'm not feeling the same you know um my friends and family are telling me hey you know what's going on we don't see you anymore so you have to really um as an empath, use your intuition. Mm -hmm. We know when something is not right. Mm -hmm. And for me, after a certain point in time, I wasn't, I really can't say it wasn't a long time, but it wasn't like years and years. And I don't even think it was more than a year. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I started picking up on things. Like, I mean, when I say flip the script, I mean, go from, you know, wooing you to now, you know, the person's unavailable. It's like, wait a second. But, you know, <laughs> this is what you said, you know, right. This is doing that. But then now 
you're unavailable. Oh, okay. And so empaths have to be careful because mm-hmm. um, you can get information from the wrong person. Like in my case, I was being told by a close relative, oh, you know, this is just kind of what happens with men who are in this profession and they're busy and they're this and they're that, you know, just hang in there. And I was just thinking, no, mm-hmm. something inside me is saying, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. This is not how it started out. And I, I deserve better. And mm-hmm. so I did not listen to that person, even though they were a close person to me, I knew better. And as an empath, always trust your own intuition. I don't care a mother, sister, brother, it could be a twin who is telling you something. If you are an empath, you're feeling something, it's better that you follow that intuition than to follow someone else and you're uncomfortable because you know, wait a minute, I really don't believe that, but I'm just going to do what they suggest. No, accept who you are, accept the level that you're on. And even if you make a mistake and you say, hey, I'm making this decision, I'm going to do this, and it ends up being wrong, which there are no you know, mistakes. They're just lessons, right? You will be better off knowing that you made a decision based on your intuition versus just following someone. So um, pretty much in a nutshell, that's what a narcissist is. And um, they are energy vampires. Um, You have really, once you are awakened as an empath, um, just guard yourself. When you see them coming, you don't have to be rude, but at the same time, your time is so precious. Don't let them get a foothold in. Once they do, if you're unrealized, even if you are a realized empath, they'll waste time with that individual. Yeah. So let's talk about the empath that um, that's completely out of balance. Okay. Uh, she or he doesn't know that they're an empath. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would that look like? What is life for that particular person. And I really want people to just kind of do um, some self-awareness in their own life so you can start um, evaluating the things that's happening because a lot of people are not aware of their own actions and even the people that's walking into their lives and why they're there. So an empath that's completely out of balance, what does that look like? It's a very unfortunate um, (laughs) situation um, because we are really the healers of the planet because we, as our gift of intuition, we take information in, we're supposed to use that to help heal ourselves first and then to help heal others. So there's going to be a pervasive feeling of hmm, sadness, hopelessness, because you know that you're supposed to be doing something. You know that your life could be more, should be more, but for some reason, you you can't put a finger on what it is. You just know that whatever it is that you're doing, you can even be a caregiver. You can even be like a nurse or doctor or whatever, but you know, wait a minute, my caring, my what I have to give has not been fully realized. And it's going to be annoying because we're, we're deep individuals. So it's going to be something that's gnawing away. So that hopelessness, that um, self-awareness that says, hey, you know, I'm not complete. I'm, I'm leaving something out. What is that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, self-care is so important. And a lot of times, um, like I said, guilt is like a major thing we experience. And if we do not make sure that we take care of ourselves first on a daily basis, not sometimes, not Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but every single day, we are not nourished and it will show um, in our skin, in our, because we have our aura, our energy that is around us, the light that we have, that's our soul is dampened and we're going to look harsh, we're going to either be over or undernourished. 
Um, you know, a lot of times addictions come into play because again, you have this gnawing feeling that something is wrong. So whether it be um, sex, addicted to drugs, um, alcohol, dependent relationships, you find yourself in a relationship with a narcissist or with someone else who was a dependent person. Mm -hmm. And you're just, you, you, you look haggard, you look worn. Mm -hmm. um, it's a person who is just disconnected from themselves. So at that point, of an, exas an exacerbated empath who is, you know, doesn't take care of themselves, even being in nature, it's going to take more of that. It's almost going to be like a near breakdown experience to where that person has to completely cut ties with any and everything to just completely focus on themselves. Yeah. So they're, they're on edge, they're anxious, um, they have a, a temper, um, and that's beyond our regular empath, um, you know, intuition and our absorption is beyond that. It's just it's like I said, you're, you're almost on the verge of a breakdown because you are out of balance. And um, like I said, for us to be the healers of the planet and those of us who are in uh, caring uh, modalities, it can really take a toll, you know, on you. Yeah. yeah. And um, I find it so interesting that you said you kind of got into, you know, the conventional way of nursing and then here you are as a healer of the world. And I totally um, can relate to that. Um, do you feel you were a healer in a past life? I love that you said that. And just so you know, I get this uh, fuzzy feeling as an empath when that information comes in and, you know, the connection takes place. Um, and I, I love I that feel you the same that. thing. Yeah. You feel it <laughs> uh -huh. nice and warm, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So um, absolutely. Um, I believe in reincarnation uh, 100%. Um, I do believe that my soul has had many incarnations as a healer. And um, just to be clear, um, definitely um, a characteristic, um, it's part of a characteristic of a, a greater purpose, to be honest. So, you, yes, we have You said being a, you cut off just a second. You said being a healer or being an empath? Okay. Being an empath, okay. um, there's okay. definitely more to it. So um, yes, I was a healer in past lives, but um, I think it was for a greater purpose. So mm -hmm. yes, a healer, but then there's an empath because again, you know, our souls have evolved mm -hmm. and, you know, because people, and I'm sure you've experienced this, people will tell you, wow, you know, you're quiet or wow, you're deep and, you know, you're different. Mm -hmm. That's because we are, we, we are we are, we are different. And yeah. our, our soul's purpose and our mission just is so expansive. So you talk to a, a person who, you know, is just, and I don't want to say regular, but a person who is maybe not a realized, you know, empath or doesn't quite know their purpose. When you mention just maybe part of what your intent is, you seem like an alien to them. They're just kind of like, what, like, what, what is that? Or I've never heard of that before, you know? Yeah. So yeah. definitely, I know that I was, uh, have past incarnations as a healer. Yeah, because that resonate with me as well. And um, is just refreshing to, um, because I can recognize in others if they're an empath, if they're not mm -hmm. awakened to it yet. But right. it's refreshing to come across someone very awakened to it and walking in it in that purpose as well. So um, that's refreshing to me. Um, so let's talk about, do you think it's all about, um, balancing emotions, um, as empaths? Because I feel like we have to be completely balanced every day if we are here to heal 
others and the rest of the world? Absolutely, Janie. It is, the balance is a daily commitment. And uh, my spiritual journey in general um, really expanded in 2012, which was really the awakening of the universe. It was like a gateway opened up. Yeah. Well, and this one too, right? Yeah. I'll have to get your opinion on that as well. Yes. Um, 2012 was just kind of that general gateway, that opening of the door. Um, And literally on the last day, December 31st, 2012 is when I was like, sat up in my bed. As a matter of fact, that was the, the year that I had cut ties with the narcissist. And I was thinking, wow, you know, I should be out on New Year's Eve. I want to do all these things that were just, I'll say worldly, not from a religious standpoint, but just the rest of the world wants to celebrate New Year's Eve, right? So I just be out, you know, in that energy. And I was just, you know, kind of mad, kind of sulking. I was in my bed. I had my computer and I literally was angrily like typing on like, mm, I can't believe this. I should be, <laughs> you know, out yeah. And I mean, I just, just um, as an empath, we are um, claircognizant, meaning we get information that is just, um, it's like an awareness. It comes into us. Like you may either hear it or you just might know it like in your heart. Mm-hmm. And so I started getting a download of information, information on like incarnated angels and just all kinds of things. And I was like, oh, really? Like this mm-hmm. is, this is what I should be doing. I need to be here. Mm-hmm. So that kind of was my start. Um, with that. And at the beginning, I felt as though, you know, I had a spiritual advisor who was telling me things like, you know, you know, you don't know who you are yet. And, you know, you need to, you know, make sure that you take these cleansing baths and you need to make sure that you don't eat meat. I was getting told all these things. And I was just like, you know what? I don't, who am I? (laughs) And it's a weird question. Mm -hmm. But imagine a number of people, like for years, yeah. they're all spiritual mentors. We're telling me the same thing. Like you, you're almost there. Mm, you don't quite know who you are. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, and that's just not how it works. You have to awaken to it. Yeah. And so I was being like told these things that to do, and it felt like a lot. So I felt like, you know what, I'm, I'm just not gonna like stop eating meat. Like right now, I'm not gonna like take all these baths with all these salts and all this stuff. And so that was the pre <laughs> or mm-hmm. unawakened impact. Mm-hmm. But as I, I grew in that awareness and understanding. I said to myself, you know, this is a calling that not a lot of people have. I mean, empaths are in the top 5% is on average for global, you know, awareness of being an empath. Um, 5% is like the latest data that I've seen. Wow. Yeah. 5% globally. So, wow. even though it's, a, it's, a, it's a, you know, uh, in the That almost time. make you feel like, wow, there's a lot of pressure to, to yeah. get this thing done. Wow. Right. right. And it is. And like, yeah. for me, it's just like, you think, okay, well, wow. Like you said, why me? And that's how I felt at first. Like, why me? Yeah. Like, I'm going to do all these things. I don't, I'm going to do this. And, you know, this cleansing ritual. I'm like, I'm tired. When I get up working, I don't want to, you know, take my feather and, and clear off this energy. I don't want to do that. And so I suffered for a long time from an energetic standpoint of just still being drained. And here I am yeah. still getting downloads of information. You know, I'm very close with my ancestors. And so they're giving me information. I'm just like, okay, I don't even know how to do this and do this over here. And so. And you I just do it. Happy. You just figure it out and it just comes. You do. And, um, you you do. Know, that's why I'm always very patient with myself. I might not get it right, but you'll, you'll figure it out.